This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to another fantastic episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. Or, if you've been on Twitter, Epeep for short. My name is Wrestling Chris G, and we are about to go over episode 15 today. But it's not just me today. So, on the other line with me, he is the one that got his ticket late. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? Yeah, that um that ticket stuff, uh, you know, especially with um recent uh events, uh kind of gave me anxiety. Um, <laughs> so that's not that's not fun. Um COVID's a bitch. <laughs> COVID COVID's a motherfucker. Um and I, I kinda take issue with your in, with your intro. Um it's never just been you. <laughs> I kind of say that every single week, don't I? Yeah, it's it's never just been you. Um, you know, we've done we've done 14 of these, we're doing 15. I mean, it's never just been you. Uh, you know, I'm it's not like I'm a surprise. I'm not I'm not doing a run in on this son of a gun. I mean, hey, maybe maybe one day it won't just be me and it won't just be you. Maybe we might have a thir- threefer. You're about to say threesome. Uh, no, I was not. The hell you weren't. <laughs> I, you're my bro and everything, but I, I think I think there's there's a there's a boundary that 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 we need to put put that board right in front of us, like bam, <laughs> like like a much much up. Just get that board, just boom. Well, what's what's the, what's that uh, what's that song from SNL? Something about it not being gay if it's a three way. <laughs> Uh, it's not Dick in a Box. Um, no, no, no. It's a, it's the three-way song or whatever. Yeah, but Justin Timberlake sings that song too, doesn't he? Yeah, it's Timberlake and, I mean, probably Andy Samberg. And they're talking about how when there's a honey in the middle, there's some leeway and all that stuff. Okay, hold on. SNL. Now, wait a minute. Be careful now. You can't be putting copyright. Make sure your volume's... Oh no no no! I <laughs> three way song. Let's see what 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 does it come up? Oh, it's called it's called three way. The golden rule. There you, the golden rule. That's it. There you go. Yes. <laughs> Just, uh, say, wait a minute. We can't afford to be getting a strike now. Um, uh, it's Justin Timberlake and Lady Gaga is what they they have on here. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I forgot she used the female part. Yes, she was. And uh, Samberg. And, okay, so it was Samberg. Yeah, I couldn't remember who the who the female was or the female vocals were. Yeah. So there you go. So you know. So 
This is a Pokemon so, yeah. podcast. This, that's, it, this is probably the weirdest intro we've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're the one that brought up three ways. <laughs> I, no, no, no. You were going to start, and you veered I, off the last second. <laughs> well, you didn't have to point it out. <laughs> Excuse me for having decent hearing. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, <laughs> so today's episode that we're going over, um, a peek behind the curtain. Um, we're we're kind of doing a twofer tonight because this is we well we thought this was a two parter episode, which we found out could possibly classify as a three parter. Yeah, if we really wanted to stretch it, um, but then you know you kind of pointed out. Um, the next one after, so episode 18 also kind of continues along in that same line and yeah, you know, at a certain point you got to cut it off. And these are, these two episodes, uh, 15 and 16 are classified as part one and part two. And that's kind of where we're leaving it because yep. otherwise you, you'd never really break it off. <laughs> we'll be on part 123 <laughs> so um let's see and i i want to give an alert to everybody the way that we're doing this podcast because i know it's going to come up episode 18 that we're doing um a few weeks from now we are doing beauty and the beach we're not jumping from island of the giant pokemon straight over to Tentacool and Tentacruel. We are actually going to do the lost episodes or the banned episodes here in the U.S. in order. So we even the ones that have not been translated from Japanese over to English, or I mean, not translated but because they have, but um, the ones that have not been dubbed over in English, we will be doing those episodes. So even, even the, the ones with Jinx being black, um, that for some odd reason people are all up in arms about here in the U.S., but that's neither here nor there. Well, I mean, I, I mean, it, it's blackface. Yeah, it you is. Know, you, can't, you can't be can't be out there, you know, doing that shit. Yeah, I mean, and I get it, but fucking, I grew up on Jinx being black with pink lips, and I didn't think anything about fucking black lip or. Blackface. I, I was about to say black lips. <laughs> Blackface. <laughs> so it is what it is, but we are going to go over every single episode. And 18 in a few weeks from now will indeed be Beauty and the Beach with the infamous James getting implants in that episode. So now, 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 hold on a second. I, I, I take issue with your terminology. And the only reason I take issue with it is because we're close enough to that episode where I can see the synopsis on Wikipedia. Okay. And Wikipedia terms it that he's just wearing inflatable breasts. (laughs) Well, while while we're going over our historical event, why don't you hop on over to good old YouTube and look at a 10, 15 second clip and you make your own judgment. No, because I don't want to because <laughs> I don't want to confuse myself with the episode, you know, it's I I got the episodes we're covering on a second screen. I don't want to muddy the waters. 
All right, all right. Well, um, when you watch that episode, um, I, I will give you your own personal opinion because that that's going to be a full episode in itself. Like we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna. I kind of feel like we'll kind of dive into why this episode was banned because I mean it was translated dubbed over in English, but they took out a few scenes and just different things like that in this episode because this episode aired two year two and a half years after the lineup and it was classified as a lost episode. So, right. So we will, <laughs> we will dive into a little bit of the background on that episode once we get to it. So, but today's episode is called battle aboard the St. Anne or translated from Japanese. It's called the St. Anne battle, which could kind of go two different ways in this episode. And we'll, I mean, we'll, we'll kind of jump into that, but I mean, there is a, a, there's two battles on this ship, but I could also see them classifying it as the battle as to what happens in this episode. Yeah. Um, you know, you kind of say, you, you kind of go calling it the St. Anne battle. Like I'm, I'm more drawn to the second part in that respect. Um, you know, because obviously shit doesn't really kick off in this part till obviously towards the end, which leads into part two. Yes, but which, um, po- Pokemon has some dark episodes um, in the first season. I mean, we're 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 going we're just now getting up to grasp with like the actual story. But even even in a couple weeks, we have a three parter with the psychic um, showdown, the psychic gym. So I mean, we. And that that's those are some dark episodes in itself. So yeah, and I'm I'm looking forward to those. Um, yeah, you know I, I think the I think the show's kind of starting to feel itself a little bit. You know, you're. I mean, this is 15. You know, you're going to be 20 odd episodes in. You know. Yeah, and you, I. Oh, I'm sorry. No, it's just I. You know me, I kind of have a weird time ending sentences. <laughs> so, um, I'm not going to throw out what the surprise is yet, but I'm kind of guessing the way that the last week of December is kind of lining up, how if we continue our trend right now, we're going to be doing part one of the Psychic Showdown episode the last week of December before 2021. So I might... Um, push that episode to the first week of January, and me and you were talking about a little holiday surprise for our fans. So, um, I think that might go out that week, so we can kind of get part one, part two, and part three in line with January to start start the year off fresh with some good ass episodes. Uh, you know, we were kind of we've been talking pretty much throughout the day, and it's just kind of crazy to think that we're that far ahead. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so, um, like, I mean, we we we've told people we we do like one one or two episodes every time we record. So when you're hearing this episode, this is probably about two months. Um, we recorded this episode about two months prior. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> But um, we 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 have a nice little catalog that we're that we're rolling with, so it's good. It's it, it's good. I like it, and 
and people are enjoying it apparently. So and and the downloads are there, and I'm I'm really enjoying what what people are saying. We we've gotten a little bit of feedback now, and we got the fu- the future is looking bright for this show, which is so. just kind of an awesome thought. Yes. So um, normally we don't take this long at the beginning of an episode, but as you know, well, you should because you're on episode 15, but it's historical time. So this episode dropped in Japan July 8th of 1997, and here in the States, it dropped September 28th, 1998. And Doug, um, I believe we talked off here that you are going to go over your historical event first. Yes, because mine happened all the way back in 1938. Um, It's not only it's a sports uh, happening, but it's um, it's Cubs related. So that I mean, that cinched it. Um, You know, the freaking Pope could be born and I'd probably still go with with a with a Chicago (laughs) sports related thing. Um, (laughs) Oh, just 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 like the the Cubs defeating the Sox yesterday, but yeah, but that's okay. You're getting you're getting one back on us tonight. Oh shit! But <laughs> but that's good. You know the Sox needed a rebound. They've lost like seven in a row. <laughs> <laughs> Had to get that last rub in. All no, right. I mean <laughs> at one point y'all were, y'all were in discussion for the number one seed in the American League. American League, and at this point, you've dropped all the way down to seven. I mean, you're still in the playoffs, but you went from having potentially home field advantage throughout the American League championship to being on the road in the first round. Yeah, let's not talk about that. So, your your event in 1933. Yes. (laughs) You dick, it's 38. (laughs) 38, my bad. You dick. Yeah, so so this is um, this is one of the more famous home runs in Cubs history. Um, it's kind of got legendary status um, throughout the throughout the entire league. I would say it's one of the more kind of tall tale, well, not tall tale in terms of the fact that people made it up and people have just gone along with it. But uh, this was the day. Uh, September 28, 1938, of the, imp- of the famous Homer in the Gloman. Um, this, it was hit by Gabby Hartnett in the bottom of the ninth inning uh, in a game against the Pittsburgh Pirates. Um, uh, this is obvious. This is in Chicago. This is uh, well before lights were installed. In uh, eighty four, I want to say. Um, Damn, they we they didn't have lights in baseball in eighty eight. Eighty eight. Eighty eight. Whoa, hold on. No, so no, no, saying... no, no. They had lights, but Wrigley Field didn't get lights until eighty eight because Wrigley Field is in the middle of a neighborhood. Okay. So you put, you know, professional grade stadium lights in the middle of a daggum uh, block, you know. You're blinding people. Old Granny Smith is trying to sleep at, you know, 
10 o'clock on a Tuesday oh. night. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I was, got work at five in the morning. That was a, that was a whole big thing. Uh, the lights actually went in on August 8, 1988. So it was eight, eight, 88. It was, it was a whole big thing. Um, you got me sidetracked. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, this is, um, so this was the bottom of the ninth inning. Um, the game was, was dangerously close to being called. And then it would have, it would have been deemed a suspended game, which would have been, it would have had to have been picked up at that exact point the next day, which would have messed things up because you can, you can rest your players and, I, and that would have messed things up. And this is, this is the middle of a pennant race. Um, so um, Gabby Hartnett, who was the catcher at the time, stepped up and hit this home run on a on a two strike pitch. Um, uh, Wrigley Field was a madhouse after that. Um, you know the the ball. It was it. You could clearly tell that it landed in the bleachers, but, you know, it just kind of disappeared into darkness and fog. Um, They carried that momentum into the next day, into a 10-1 victory. Um, That is crazy. They ended up winning the pennant. Um, But then they got... Uh, Molly whopped by the Yankees in the World Series. Um, but yeah, uh, one of the crazier circumstances for a home run. Um, you know, there's numerous articles about it. Um, one of the quirky things about baseball, and it just so happened to land on this day, and I, I fell right on it. Well, good shit. Good shit, Doug. And thank you for giving us that nice little history lesson there. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mine's not going to be as drawn out because um, I took up the time. <laughs> I have 30 seconds now. Damn it. <laughs> uh, so um, my date, September 28th, 2015, was the day that Trevor Noah took over for Jon Stewart for the Daily Show on Comedy Central. And might I say, he's doing a good job. I, I, I do like his sense of humor. I do miss me some Jon Stewart because I, I think Jon Stewart had that more dry humor where he'll just say something and just stare at you. But Trevor Noah, he gets to the point and then he goes to the next point and then he gets to the next point and then he'll bring it right back. So, I mean, he's doing a good job. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's pretty quick, um, you know, with his wit. Um and obviously, he kind of shook things up when he came in because he's. Um... Oh gosh, I'm going to put my foot in my mouth. Is he South African? Um, that's a good question. Let me let me find out. He is, yeah, he's South African. Hey, all right, good, 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 good catch, Doug. Wow, all right, I would have never guessed that. So, you know, he kind of shook things up because, you know, uh, the late night scene has traditionally been dominated by 
white men and, uh, you know, him coming in is obviously a, a completely different viewpoint and, you know, he's got some really good commentary and seems to be very popular. I never really watched The Daily Show, but, I mean, I'm, I'm aware, you know, I'll catch a clip or two, you know, just scrolling through on Twitter or whatever. And he's been doing a really good job during the whole pandemic as well, like doing doing the show from his house and the way that he's done it. It's just amazing. So. Yeah, I mean, he's he's really kind of taken that ball and ran with it. So, so yeah, uh, like I said, mine's not as drawn out. If you haven't taken a looking at him uh, within the past five years, go ahead and take a look. Um, his anniversary actually is, um, as of this recording, is in two days. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we're recording this on the 28th of September. So, yeah, <laughs> that's how far back you're li- <laughs> you're listening to this episode. But, um, but yeah, good shit. I like it. So, all right. So, you ready to get on into today's episode, Dougie? Definitely. Uh, these were... Um... I mean, it's going to be hard to not talk about uh, next week's episode, but these were some pretty uh, eventful episodes. Yes. So, all right. So, in our episode today, let's see. We start this episode with Ash walking across, or Ash and the gang walking across a bridge into the next town that they're going into so they can try to catch a boat to go to their next town. And Ash is gleaming from ear to ear because he just won his Thunder Badge. And, oh, we got cocky Ash again. Well, yeah, but this one, this one's warranted. Um, you know, because he, he and Pikachu stuck to their guns um, last week, and it paid off. And I think he's allowed to spike the football a little bit. He is. He is. And the fact that Misty's not giving him shit at the beginning of this episode for once is a plus. Yeah, so. she's smiling just as much as he is. So <laughs> so um, af- after he's gleaming from ear to ear, we get the title of the episode. And we now meet up with the gang standing right in front of a big, huge, huge boat which they call the saint anne and misty is kind of like got the sparkly eyes and so does ash but brock has to kind of tear them down and go yeah we'll never um be able to afford a ticket to get on a boat like this and misty just crumbles yeah just bang just Like, she, I mean, they're all down, because Brock says it, and as Brock says it, (laughs) (laughs) Brock gets a gloomy face, like, I want to be on that boat. There's a lot of pretty girls on that boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we we get proper horned up Brock here in a couple minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I can't wait to get to that part. Uh, But as the gang is looking down and all defeated and trying to figure out how they're going to get to the next town, 
Um, here comes two schoolgirls. Um, we'll we'll jump into who they are. I mean, obviously, it's Team Rocket. No. Uh, uh, oh, oh, you didn't know? No way. I mean, well, yeah, that's had blonde hair. I know, but the I mean, fuck out of here! Just, just, just stop! Oh, oh, get the oh, fuck oh, out! Quit! Oh, cut, tell cut the shit! Tell, tell, cut the, knock it off! <laughs> tell, tell me you were not attracted to the blonde haired. Well, I, I had all kinds of weird feelings that I'd rather not discuss. <laughs> Oh shit! Okay, <laughs> so uh, as uh, yeah, these two schoolgirls who are Jesse and James dressed up. They they had their tan on in this episode. They're they're a different color. They're a nice orangey color. They both have on lipstick. Um, <laughs> and I, I I you see these episodes can't air today because then you have people all up in arms. But I I think this is fucking. <laughs> You can't do anything these days without looking over your shoulder twice. I know, but I think this is freaking hilarious. Uh, but Jesse pops up and goes, hi, um, you are today's winners. And today you win three tickets aboard the St. Anne. And Ash, Misty, and Brock are kind of skeptical on it. But of course, they, they end up taking the tickets. Well, yeah, because, I mean, after about five minutes of being coursed into it, I mean, it's a free ticket on a luxury ship. Yeah, but let's let, and I, I kind of jumped the gun. How about every single time that Jesse is telling Ash that he's won these tickets, James is in the background going, oh, hated that, <laughs> hated that. <laughs> With his nice little lipstick that he has on. Just like, oh, after every line that Jesse was saying. <laughs> you hated, hated that? It. Hated it. <laughs> Once or twice would have been fine. But every time there was a goddamn pause in the set. Uh, yeah, no, it wasn't. He wasn't just saying. It was cool. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> hated it. <laughs> With nails on a goddamn chalkboard. Oh yeah, he's like, cool. I'm listening to it right now. It's just yeah, hilarious. But um, but yeah, they end up getting the tickets. And hold on, what? Oh yeah, she she she's saying, oh yeah, Brockles. We don't have the money to pay for these tickets. And Jesse's like, oh, but it's totally free. And it's like, huh? And she's like, totally free. And you got James in the background going, oh. I was, I was, it didn't happen, but I was like low key expecting Jesse to just break at one point and go take the freaking, you know, why don't you take the darn tickets, you lucky so and so? I know. So, yeah, after that, they go and stand right in front of the St. Anne boat. And obviously, these are actually actual legit tickets. And it, like, does Giovanni know that they're trying to get this Pikachu? Or, um, or I mean, I guess we find out later on that there's other Team Rocket members that are going to come on board as well. But um, how did they get these tickets? 
is what I want to know. Well, I because it was never really explained, but I kind of rationalized it that Giovanni bought up the bulk of tickets, if not all of them, and they've steadily been spending, you know, however long just distributing them out to Pokemon trainers because everyone's a Pokemon trainer on this ship, we come to find out. Yes. And, <laughs> oh, man. Okay, so uh, th- this part got me, too, when I was watching it. So as just uh, as um, Ash, Misty, and Brock are looking on at the St. Anne, in the bushes are Jesse and James going, oh, yeah, we got him. And James doesn't break his little schoolgirl character and goes, oh, but don't I make such a pretty, cute schoolgirl? And Jesse just pounds him in the head and grabs him by the collar and just starts dragging him away. Just like, whops him. Just <laughs> bang. So... But yeah, after after this, um, we we go into this lighthouse, which looks like it's a big like Team Rocket lighthouse because it's fixed right into like a phone call with Giovanni, which we still don't see his face. He's still all blacked out. And Meowth um, hits the button. Jesse and James are in there now as well. And they talk to Giovanni about getting on this crew. Um, and you know, it's been a minute since I've watched, um, these episodes, obviously, um, does his voice stay modified like that the whole time? Or does that something that goes away eventually? No, it does go away. Um, I thought so, so. Once Giovanni, Giovanni's face gets revealed in the episode or in the series, um, his voice is a normal like boss voice like just big macho man voice so um but let's let's kind of point the finger here so as they're talking to giovanni and giovanni is basically telling him don't fuck up uh, (laughs) um pershing comes into the frame and meowth and pershing has this love hate um relationship and well, not not even they they hate each other. And Pershing loves to rub um, in Meow's face that he's the boss's favorite. And Meow is like, "Oh, what is Pershing doing there?" And Pershing is just looking at him and gives him the little wonky eyes and just fucking Meow hates it. Yeah, I mean, and I think there's also something to be said about the fact that Pershing is the evolved form of a Meow. So there's yeah. that big big brother little brother dynamic as well. It's just out of all Pokemon for Giovanni to have, um, he has a freaking Pershing that just pisses the fuck out of Meowth. Just I don't know. I I get a kick out of that. Yeah. No. I mean, you're a hundred percent right. Persian knows what it's doing. Yeah. You know, and you know I think. Meowth, you know, already has a big enough chip on his shoulder, um, being that it's pretty much the only Pokemon that can talk, like, actual um, human English. Yes. So it's already, even though it should be kind of um, put on a pedestal, it is, it's kind of outcast. You know, we've seen in a couple episodes uh, yes. previously. Yeah, Giovanni does. 
Joe Biden doesn't care about a week ago talking meow. He, he, he wants some big boss-ass Pokemon. Yeah, and I mean, you know, fair is fair. Persian does look majestic. I mean, I'm not, I'm not much of a cat person, but, it, you know. It's fucking beautiful. It, it is pretty but, slick. But um, we do find out, and I, I completely forgot. So I'm glad I'm glad we watch it and then we rewatch it. But um, the, Team Rocket actually gave out tickets to everybody on this. So Jill, it, it, it's said in the scene that um, Giovanni purchased all the tickets for the Saint Anne, and that all the trainers that were around um, got a free ticket. And Jesse and James handed out all these free tickets to all these people that are aboard this boat. And it was, I mean, we're going to find out later on when Team Rocket comes on to the boat. I'm spoiler alert. But, um, but yeah, so he, he bought all these tickets to get all these trainers on in an attempt to, to basically steal all these Pokemon that are on the boat. Right. So... So I mean that that just shows you what kind of money Giovanni has. Well, yeah, I mean you don't get to be the head of a criminal organization without having some pretty serious stuff to back you up. Yeah. So, all right. So after that scene, we go, we get on the boat with um, Ash and the gang, and from there you see a whole bunch of trainers and. Normally on a boat like this, and I and this is where I kind of took note a little bit um, to this scene. Normally on a boat like this, you would see like a bunch of like higher end trainers or trainers that have a lot of money. But in this scene, it's just a bunch of like little trainers or like trainers that might be starting off or don't have a lot of money. You see a lot of people in T-shirts. Um, you see one guy with a little tiny little oddish and people in just regular street clothes in this scene. Yeah. Um, you know, we do, we do eventually see somebody that's a little bit, um, higher on the social ladder. Yes. Um, but yeah, I would, I would classify this, um, as a whole as more of an everyman gathering. And not only that, but you, um, and I'm, I'm kind of skimming through as you have two trainers showing off their Charmanders and one trainer pops up in the middle and goes, well, look at my Squirtle. And all of these kids are, they look like starter trainers. They look like they're 10 years old. So, so, lest we forget that's Ash, you know? Yeah, I know. So, um, after that, we go straight into the very first Pokemon battle that is on, on the St. Anne. You have this adult trainer with his Raticate facing off against a... It, it looks like a, a pretty decent like teenager trainer who has a Starmie. And they start battling it off. And they, they hold nothing back. Yeah, they hold nothing back. But, you know, you know they kind of go move for move. Um... Eradicate tries for a high kick. Starmie counters. Um, Eradicate eventually hits a Fang attack and and cracks the jewel in the middle of Starmie. 
<laughs> Starmie know. gets no love in this series in the beginning. Absolutely of the not. I was about to say the same thing. <laughs> like if you if you're a trainer in this, especially in season one, and you have a Starmie, keep it hidden. Um, yeah, don't 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 show that motherfucker. <laughs> so, um, the 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 trainer with Eradicate says, you know, that was a good battle. Don't be too upset. It was just a practice battle. So, or or uh, exhibition or whatever he said, and I'm and I'm sitting there going, all right, if this was just a fucking scrimmage, basically, why the fuck did your rat just crack this poor Starmie? You know. Yeah, for real. So <clears throat> it was after that that, of course, Ash gets a big head and just wants to go in and battle now. And I, I was so pissed here because he's, you know, not not so much that Ed, Ash stepped up to battle because I mean that's what Ash does. I mean, this wouldn't be much of a series if your main character didn't, you know, throw themselves into shit all the time. But why in the hell? Did he throw out Butterfree? You know, you've uh, got Pikachu sitting right there. You've got Charmander, who you've used as nothing but a freaking um, basically a Swiss Army knife since you've gotten him. Well, like equal trainer rights. <laughs> like he he wants to train all his Pokemon. If you if you just send Pikachu out there all the time, how are the rest of his Pokemon going to get the experience? Well, I I suppose you're right, but I don't know. Butterfree, really? Yeah, and it's from there that they start battling and and we and we now see Jesse and James on the boat and they have no disguise on other than being bartenders. Yeah, I mean, you know, they don't have the hairdo that they had at the beginning and they're just, you know, I mean, they've got, you know, staff uniforms and all that, but that's that's where it ends. Yeah. So, it's from here and the battle battle goes and starts and Butterfree and Radicate are actually going toe for toe. Yeah, um, you know, kind of shut me up because you know Butterfree's out there hustling. And, um, to make a long story short, um, and this is this made me throw my goddamn fork. Um, oh, jeez, is you know Ash was about to to finish off this Radicate. And the guy just walks up and just picks him up. Just, all right, that's enough. Yeah, and that pissed me off too. He just, they're going toe for toe and Ash gets salty. And I mean, he, he, he in his defense, it looked like he might have actually won this battle. But as he's getting ready to do his next attack, the trainer just picks him up and Ash is like, yeah, you're, you picked him up because you knew I was about to win. Yeah, I mean, and he did kind of pout, but I was like, okay, I don't usually do this, but you're right, you know? I mean, because was, I was about to win, because he was. He was about to win, and the tra- and the trainer did not want to lose in the in this battle. So it is what it is, but it just, it pissed me off. But uh, uh, now we get to a running joke, and what I say by running joke is this next scene is played through about maybe four times 
as I'm watching in the future in the series, um, this guy um, who sells James, uh, he, he he's a guy, and he has a Magikarp, right? And 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 he and he's looking at these Magikarp, and he goes, "Oh, you 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 want this Magikarp?" And he's talking to James. Oh, you want this Magikarp because this Magikarp will give babies to other Magikarp. And when you have these other babies, the Magikarp evolves into a great old Gyarados. And you can sell these Magikarp for millions and millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. Millions of dollars. dollars. Sorry, um, wrestling reference. Um, It doesn't help that I did it when I was watching the episode by myself. So if anybody would have poked their head through through my window or something, I would have looked like an idiot. Um, (laughs) But yeah, I mean, well, this guy's math is fucked in the first place. Yeah, I mean, and we don't have to go into it, but his math is fucked, and and uh, um, James is just eating this up, hook, line, and sinker. Oh yeah, J- James is eating all of this up. So he's like, "Oh, a, a magic carp? Ooh, um, I can make millions and millions of dollars." And first off, if if you can make millions and millions of dollars, why the fuck would you be selling the magic carp? Why right. would you? Okay, and do you not know about magic carp? Well, we've established in the 14 episodes we've we've done this. James is an idiot. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, period, end of sentence. So he talks James into getting the the Radicate and Magikarp. I mean, not Radicate, Magikarp. And then, oh, we did that because I, I was getting ready to say the who's that Pokemon because we didn't give it at the beginning of the episode, but it is Raticate. Um Really? Yes. Oh. Huh. Yes. The, the who's that Pokemon in this episode is indeed Raticate. Oh, um, interesting. So th- this seller sells James this Magikarp and basically takes all his money. But what I was um, getting at right at the beginning of this is this same guy comes back in the series like four more times after this episode. And he he's his main thing is he cons Team Rocket. He, he comes all, back, but yet we can't get freaking AJ or um, who is somebody else we wanted to come back, hasn't come back. Uh, we, we don't get AJ to come back. We don't get the um, kid from the school to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah him. I mean, there was one of them. you know, and there's there's a couple. But so the vendor that is pulling fast ones comes back four times, but we can't get an actual fleshed out character. Yes, swell. So all right. So after commercial break, uh, we we come back to the episode and. Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu are on the boat. And, of course, with being on the boat, you get unlimited food. So you can eat your heart out. It doesn't matter. You can eat until you're nice and full, and then you can eat some more. And Ash and the gang are just chowing down. Uh, Side note, RIP buffets. Um, (laughs) Yeah, no, they're just eating like they're they're not going to, you know, they're going to the electric chair. I mean, they're just fucking chowing. And this guy, uh, the the guy from the battle with the top hat, comes up with, with his the, wife, or I think it's his, either his wife or his escort. I'm well. Hmm, I'm assuming. I'm, 
<laughs> I'm going to take the benefit of the doubt, and I'm going to say wife. Um, okay. <laughs> or at the very least, girlfriend. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go escort. Um, um, <laughs> well, um, the kids shouldn't be listening to this anyway. So, um, so that's what I'm going to call her. They've so, turned off now. Um, but we we come back and he comes up over to Ash and immediately Brock is just smitten by this guy's wife or escort or what you call it. And um, he, you said friend. Um, <laughs> and he comes over and says, your Butterfree is a magnificent Pokemon. And one way that trainers um, go around in, in this world is by trading Pokemon. You get, you, you basically gain friendships and you, you learn more about Pokemon by trading your Pokemon. And I would like to trade you my Raticate for your beautiful Butterfree. And, and Ash is kind of like, I'm, I'm, I'm not really sure. So what does he do? He goes and asks Brock, who is smitten, <laughs> over, this over. Was, this was this was the line. This was it. I could have stopped the episode. I would have been perfectly fine. It wasn't going to get any better than this. <laughs> so I, I want to get the actual line that 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 Brock says in this. Um, let's see. Hold on. Okay, okay. So he asked Brock. He's like, "Okay, Brock, should should I trade my butter <laughs> for this Raticate?" He goes, "Yeah, yeah. Trade, 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 trade your butter free. Everybody's trade. Let's all trade." <laughs> and... I died. I was. <laughs> but it didn't stop there. <laughs> he um, um, the girl was like, "Yeah, you gain you gain really good friendships." When you trade Pokemon and Brock puts both of his fists up in the air, <laughs> it goes, yeah, 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 hold on, hold on, I want to I wanna say it the way he says it. He's like, yeah, yeah, friendship, friendship, let's me, you start friendship right now. <laughs> I was done. <laughs> I was, I was like, oh man, this is like horned up Brock, <laughs> like to the max, like Brock. Gave, gave no shits. No, I mean, he was just like, I'm on a boat. This woman's hot. She technically has nowhere to go. <laughs> Obviously, she's an escort. Now this you guy. quit that. <laughs> he shouldn't know about that either. He's only 15. He, 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 he watches TV after 10 o'clock at night on Comedy Central. <laughs> <laughs> No, they don't. They don't do that anymore. I know, but this was made in the nineties. <laughs> he wa- he watches HBO after nine. <laughs> yeah, well, they don't even do that anymore. Oh shit! They got rid of all the good shit that we grew oh, up on. Dude, it's completely not how even. Do, how do they not have Skinamax anymore? Dude, I don't know. It's all straight <laughs> movies, man. They don't fuck around with that stuff anymore. Oh man, I I remember watching some stuff as a horned up teenager back in the day. 
<laughs> but that's neither here nor there. Man, I can't believe they got rid of that shit. But uh, but yeah, Brock is the one that talks ten year old ass who knows nothing about trading. He this is he he is now being introduced to trading. Butterfree was basically the very first Pokemon that he's caught, and uh, he he is just oh okay well Brock if if you think I should trade this Pokemon, I mean I'll I'll go ahead and trade it for Raticate. And they walk over to that nice little machine that they had there. And th- this is like kind of a callback to the video game because the animation they used in this was straight out of Pokemon Red and Blue. Yeah, I mean, this was, you know, you might as well, there might have well been some kind of cable involved with how much of a throwback this was. Yeah, you you remember those old USB cables that you would hook up to your your Game Boy back in the day to trade Pokemon? Oh, for sure. Like were were you were you um a child to be blessed with at least two Game Boys so you can at least trade back and forth with yourself? Or, well, I, I, I or, had or was a, it your brother? I was gonna say I did have a brother, but every now and again he would be off doing something and I'd I'd, I'd snag it for a couple minutes. <laughs> were, were were you the brother that stole his Pokemon? No, no, I I I can honestly say I never stole. If, okay. if if he didn't want to do something, we wouldn't do it. But I would take his Game Boy from time to time and be like, I need to I need to do this real quick to do, to accomplish this or something. Like I need to I need to trade you and then trade back so my Pokemon would evolve. You know, oh, you know, yeah. You know those. I remember back in the day that, and I, I'm pretty sure they still do it now. But I mean, I I kind of cheat in my in my DS games. I can't really do that with the Nintendo Switch, like I first attempted to do. Um, had to buy a whole brand new Switch because I hacked the first Switch, got banned off online, and can't really play the Pokemon events that go on with with the new game. Yes, you're. Dirty cheat. Yes, I'm I'm a dirty cheater. But um yeah, they go over to this big machine and they swap the Pokemon. You see the Raticate and the Butterfree go through the the machine, and then the balls replace each other on each side, and Ash takes it, and Ash still at this point does not feel comfortable with having the new Pokemon, the new Raticate. He wasn't comfortable for one second. No. He, you know, and I blame Brock. Brock and his damn penis. Like, well, yes and no. I mean, at the end of the day, it is Ash's decision. He's ten years old. That's uh, that's enough. Is it really the shit he's been through? Yeah. So you're you're telling me, okay? So that that's like me going over to my son. So. Me and I'll put the curtain back a little bit. So me and my son play Pokemon Go. We are hardcore Pokemon Go, um, like family. Like me and me and my son, right? And my son in Pokemon Go, they give you Stardust for every time you catch a Pokemon. And my son got to the point where he wasn't kind of being smart with his Stardust. So you can either use your Stardust and 
trade Pokemon and you'll lose Stardust that way. Or you can power up your Pokemon and lose Stardust that way. My son, about maybe a month and a half ago, got down. He, he had like half a million Stardust. I'll just put, put that number out there. He got down to 46 Stardust by powering up all his Pokemon. And then came over to me and wanted to trade Pokemon with me. I was like, bro, I was like, you're, you're, you used up all your Stardust. Why did you do that? He's like, I didn't know that that's what it was doing. I was like, yeah, you used it all up. So he finally got all his Stardust back. And he's now wanting to trade Pokemon with me, Pokemon that I don't have, Pokemon that he don't have. But that's like me taking his Mewtwo and giving him a Machamp. Like, that that's completely taking advantage of 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 a trainer. Like I I can get any Pokemon off of my son because my son is like, oh, I'm all team dad. I'll get my dad anything to make him happy, and I'll I'll get a Pokemon um that I don't have. But he's not thinking of the value of the Pokemon. Yeah, but he also has to have some kind of understanding that you're not going to kick him in his dick about it. Yeah, that's true. And you know, I don't. I don't think that a Butterfree for Eradicate is a bad trade. It's not, but with Butterfree being your very first Pokemon and you only have seven Pokemon? Well, no, and I understand that. But that's where you kind of have to decide. Are you going to... Are you going to keep your emotions in it? Or are you just going to try to be the best trainer and, you know, just treat them as they are as Pokemon. I mean, it's the same in, you know, baseball or basketball when people get traded. You know, fans are pissed because they've committed to these players and they just, you know, they watch them come and go every year, you know. You know, the old the old saying is you don't really root for a player. You root for a couple of pieces of laundry. Oh. Uh. You know, yeah, I like like LeBron's on the Lakers, right? Yes, and he's doing great, right? Like they're a win away from making the the finals. Um, were you rooting for LeBron five years ago when he was fucking? Wait, let's see, sixteen when he was with Miami. Yes, bullshit. <laughs> Okay, okay. No, no, I was not. Right. So, But, you know, LeBron's on the Lakers now, and because the Lakers are doing well, you're like, oh, fuck yeah, I'll walk through fire for LeBron, and, you know, all that stuff. But if he were to leave next, which he won't, because obviously he's in L.A., he's where he wants to be, he's making Space Jam 2, all that stuff. Is, is Space Jam 2 actually even a thing? I think so. so. I, th- I mean, I don't know where it is now with everything. You know, the last six months have kind of been stupid. Um, but yeah, it's definitely a thing. Okay. Cause he was putting stuff on Instagram, like from set and stuff all the time. Oh, okay. So, but yeah, all right. so yeah, Ash, Ash was kind of thinking with his heart and he was hurt immediately. Um, and, and Brock was thinking with his dick and got nothing for it and got nothing. I don't even think we see that girl again. No, we don't. Oh, we do. We do. Um, later on, but we'll, we'll get back to that. Um, so we immediately go into Jesse 
berating a dumb-ass James who spent all of their hard-earned money on a damn flopping-around match card. Just hilarious. Yeah, and I mean, it it would be one thing if it was just his money, but he took her advance as well, so she's, like, doubly pissed now. Well, hers, like, her, hers and Meowth's. Because so Meowth like, Meow gets money, too, for some odd reason. Yeah, I never quite figured that out. I just kind of moved on. Um, so she's like, you go back there and get my money back for this stupid fish, you idiot. <laughs> So and it, and not even just that, but he he James thinks that he's like top shit because he has a gold pokeball that the magic card came in and Meowth goes, that's not gold, that's gold plated, and he just scratches it and James' face is just astonished. He's like, did you just scratch my gold pokeball? For some reason, I have like the most vivid memory of this line. I don't know why. But like as it was coming up, I like I got like it's just a throwaway line. But I got goosebumps. I was like, okay, why are you sticking with me? <laughs> like I remember me out going, it's not gold, it's gold plated. He fucking swipes it. So I don't know. Just... Memories are weird. So, but yeah, it's it's just funny. It just. Yeah, Jesse goes, you better give me or go get our money back. She punches him and his tooth flies out of his mouth and she's just pounding the fuck. There's a lot of violence within this first season. Yes, very much, especially to James. But we've established James is an idiot. Yeah, well, you get you get male on female violence. You get um, uh, male and female on animal violence. You, like, you get animal cruelty. You get all that in this first season. I don't think you really get I mean, they're not as hardcore later on because I, I believe the U.S. basically told the Pokemon, <laughs> like, yo, we're, we're airing these episodes to kids. You got you to gotta kind of tone it down in the second season. You got to calm down on that shit. <laughs> So, all right, but from there, we go to Ash looking out of a window at, at his Raticate Pokeball, just kind of thinking and kind of down, and Misty comes over, and Ash is like, I'm not, I'm not sure if I should have traded my Butterfree. Butterfree was my first Pokemon. And, you know, and I'm sitting there going, you couldn't have thought of this as you were fucking doing it. Like... So. Nope, you're not going to sit there and tell me that he was pressured into doing this trade. No, he wasn't. He, well, he, like I said, he, he's a young kid. He doesn't know much about trading. He was kind of cornered because this guy comes up who's a, who's a very grown adult. Um, and you can't tell me he's not an adult. So he's a very grown adult, comes up to this kid and goes, I want your Butterfree. I'll give you my Raticate. And you got um, Brock, who it seems like Ash kind of looks up to for advice and stuff. And um, Brock goes, yeah, go ahead and do it. And now he has this Raticate. He doesn't want the Raticate anymore. Right. So, I mean, I, I, I do kind of feel for Ash. I mean, yes, it is his fault. But well, it's nobody's the, fault. It's just, you know, circumstances. I understand buyer's remorse is a thing, but 
yeah, you should have this. If you're that attached to your Pokemon, which we have established that he is, because yes. you know he saved Pikachu's life. We just he just had a heart to heart with Pikachu. You know, before this gym battle. Yeah. You know, you know these feelings aren't out of nowhere. You know, Ash should have had on hand. Oh, let me take let me t- take a step back. Butterfree was my first Pokemon. Maybe I don't want to make this move. You know, I, 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 it's not that I feel bad. And I mean, you know, skipping ahead a little bit, obviously it all comes out in the wash anyway. Um, It's just, I'm, I'm, I wasn't a big fan of this whole, woe is me. I want my Butterfree back stuff. That's true. So, after after his talk with Misty, because he his well his go to is kind of is that trainer going to care for my Butterfree the same way I cared for my Butterfree? Right. Once again, putting his feelings into it. Yes. You know. So from from that talk, uh, we don't we don't really get a definitive what's going to happen next with Ash. We jump into what looks like Giovanni is looking at all the cameras that he has set up on this St. Anne boat, which I'm starting to think that this is his boat, because how does he have all these cameras on this boat? It could be. Yeah. Which which would explain why he was able to just... Well, no, because James asked him, he's like, should we really be giving these these tickets away for free? And he said it's a mere drop in a bucket. Yeah, true. So... um, but yeah, um, Giovanni is looking off inside of this boat, and what we don't know yet is he has a plan that's getting ready to drop, so he's waiting for his plan to drop, which is going to be Team Rocket jumping on top of this boat and trying to get all these Pokemon from all these trainers, which is the next thing. Right. So, you know... Um... James is very unenthusiastically in the process of trying to track down this vendor that, you know, sold him the, essentially the bag of beans. Um, and Jesse's like, you know, you snap out of it. We've got work to do. And it's about at that point that shit starts kicking off. Um, you know, the jabronis, uh, from team Rocky come in and, the first couple of people here were idiots because they just walk up to him and give me your Pokemon. Like, fuck off, dude. <laughs> yeah, for real. And and the guys are like, well, don't make me take these Pokemon from you. And, of course, Ash is the first one to speak up amongst all of this and go, well, if you're going to try to take our Pokemon, then you know what? Uh, we're going to battle you. And then everybody... Well, actually, first, um, Team Rocket has these like little suction jet things on, and it, they're sucking all the trainers' Pokeballs into their backpack. So as they're doing this, Ash is like, you're not going to take my Pokemon. Let's all battle. And they all start battling on you top know, of this boat. There's you know groups of Charmanders and groups of Bulbasaurs. And A lot of... of Pikachus. Which I swear they reused this exact clip from... The second episode. Yes. Okay. So I'm not crazy. Um, 
so people um they they in anime um you will see from time to time certain clips used from the past in a future episode and they would hope that you don't catch it but this was a blatant obvious one because it was a bunch of pikachus jumping out of a box from the second episode and they're using that clip on this episode yeah i mean i wasn't well i I was paying attention but i wasn't like you know i wasn't like scribbling down notes and even i was like i've seen that clip yes so um ash um sends out pikachu and then he goes on his belt and he throws out um and calls out for butterfree but realizes that um it's not butterfree it's radicate because he had traded his butterfree earlier in this episode and i know i was supposed to have a moment where i went ah but my initial my knee-jerk thought was you idiot you knew you just had a discussion with Mistia, but you knew you had eradicated that Pokeball. <laughs> yeah. So, and it's from there, this whole battle's going on, but of course, Ash being in his feelings, I don't see how he had this moment. So he he, he looks down at the Raticate and kind of reminisces on catching Caterpie and having Caterpie evolve into Metapod and having Metapod evolve into a Butterfree, all within this time frame that Team Rocket is trying to steal Pokemon. Right. Like, he's... <laughs> the fuck, It's fucking chaos around him, and he's just having a goddamn montage. <laughs> yes. But let's, let's talk about some of these scenes. Like, you, you have all these Charmanders um, blowing fire at Team Rocket. You have a bunch of Geodudes um, holding hands and hitting... Um, hitting Team Rocket. You got Bulbasaur's with their vine whips. You you have all these Pikachu's thunder shocking. Like it's complete chaos. Like and there's there's even a montage of Pidgey and Pidgeotto getting a big gigantic tornado with their gusts and just knocking the fuck out of Team Rocket. Yeah, I mean it's you know it's a big old melee going on, you know, and it's real convenient that about. Seven people happen to have, you know, the same Pokemon on this ship. <laughs> yes, and it's just a bunch. So, it's just a bunch of random pyramids of Pokemon. So as this is going on, there's a big storm. Or after after they knock out Team Rocket with the um, with all of their Pokemon, and Team Rocket goes flying off of the boat. There's a big storm brewing in on the outside. And the captain basically goes, hey, if you're anybody, you need to get off of this boat now. This boat's about to capsize, and I can't help it, but I'm, I don't know. Like, how, how, how are all these trainers going to be on, like, little floaty boats if this big-ass boat is not um, even capable of withstanding the storm? Well, this is this this was just screaming of the Titanic at this point because yes. you know you have people saying you know abandon ship and I think at one point the freaking captain was cornered and he's like well this is unsinkable and at that and at that point I threw my hands up I was like this mother this is the Titanic um, yes um so yeah I. And, you know, we see a little in a little bit, we see that there is a 
decent amount of lifeboats out. Um, there's no and, way it's everybody. <laughs> yeah, and so, but it, it's funny because as the captain is talking about this, um, he's on a lifeboat, so he's getting ready to put himself into the water without anybody following behind him because he's a dick. <laughs> and um, a, as this is going on, Ash finds the trainer that he traded his um, Butterfree for the Radicate and the the trainer into trading back the Butterfree um, for the Radicate. And the trainer obliges. Um, he, he's kind of irritated because he, he had all these plans for Butterfree, but he, he kindly gives it back to Ash. Yeah, and see, that's the other thing. The man could have, you know, put his foot down and said, no, I mean, trade is final, and there's like a 48-hour grace period or whatever, this, that, and the other boilerplate stuff. But he's like, you know what? Fine. So... And I think it was basically because Ash kind of put himself at this guy's mercy. And, you know, I don't, I I didn't get the impression that this guy cared one way or the other. It's not like, oh think, boy, I get my Raticate back, you know. Yeah, I don't think he really cared too much. So, yeah, he he trades the Pokemon and then we no longer see the guy. Um, after, after this happens, the, the captain is getting, getting into the water. All the trainers are rushing for their life. Uh, what, what, what are those called? Lifeboats. Uh, yeah, lifeboats. So they're, they're there for the lifeboats. Misty and Brock run back, um, because they, they were out there getting ready to get on the lifeboat, but they didn't have ash. So they run back, Ash and this mysterious guy completes their trade. Um, they say, okay, we need to get off this boat. This boat is going down. We have to right. go now. And as this is going on, the boat kind of um, like tilts a little bit and Ash drops his Butterfree. So right. if I'm Butterfree, I'm, I'm pissed right now. You just traded me off, you got me back, and now you just dropped me. Like, what yeah, the fuck? because we've established that, you know, these Pokemon are kind of in a weird state when they're in Pokeballs. Yes. But as, as of this same moment, I guess the same thing happened to James, because James dropped his Magikarp in the Golden Pokeball, and that's running away as well. And Team Rock is running after the ball because they need that Pokeball to find this guy that sold them the Magikarp so they can get their money back. So this is right. a big just shit show. So they basically both track down their respective Pokeballs at the same time. All six of them, well, seven, I guess, with Pikachu, um, bang into the wall at the same time. They all knock themselves out. Yes. Everybody. They, they, they all hit their head. Everybody else is off the ship. Um, the 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 uh, captain is doing a very shoddy um, head count, and at that point, that's when the na- that's when the narrator shots shoots in because he says, "Is everybody off?" And it, you know, if everybody, how did he if, say it? Because it was stupid. He, he 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 said, "If everyone is not off the boat, say I." And everybody and then, just kind of sat there. I was like, "What the fuck?" I would have said I. I'm still on the boat, Cap. 
But this was this was legit a sad ending to this episode because this is how we we end this part one because we basically have the the ship falls over both Team Rocket um, and Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu all go flying up against the wall. They all hit their heads, and as they hit their heads, they are knocked out. And, so, you know, like I say, the narrator kind of takes the ball because the 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 captain's kind of like, good, everybody's off. And the narrator goes, not everybody, captain. And he's like, you know, as the boats begin, because we can see the boat has, you know, officially capsized and is beginning to sink. Yes. And he kind of wraps it up. He's like, our heroes are trapped. Could this be the end? And I'm sitting there going, this should be a motherfucker. If you're a kid, I know, and you're getting ready for heaven forbid you were in a market where this went on before school. <laughs> what if you're about to go onto a boat and you watch this episode? Well, that's like me watching Final Destination 3 the day before we went to Six Flags that one year. <laughs> oh, man. You, I didn't know you, you did that yet. I've told you dummy. that. I've told you that five times since, <laughs> since we've done that. I've told you that. Well, you know, hit my head a few times. So. This is true, but that's that's a, you can't keep going to that excuse. <laughs> so, so yeah, um, it's that that that's this week's episode, and we're we're left as on a cliffhanger. Um, this episode again was called "Battle Aboard the Saint Anne," and. Next week's episode is called Pokemon Shipwreck. And you're listening to this episode. And I know last week we kind of left you on a cliffhanger podcast wise um, where we kind of were throwing around ideas, whether we wanted to basically throw both episodes out at the same time or not. And kindly we're, we're going to keep because if we do that, we're going to start a trend. And we can't do that with every single two-parter episode because we will have no back catalog at that point. So at this point, we are going to keep up the every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Central Time for you to be able to listen to the episode. So you'll have to wait until next Saturday to listen to this episode. Now, now, I don't, part I don't, two. I don't. I don't want to hear you cussing. Now I can. I can hear you from here. Now I. Just, I don't want to hear it. Um. I know. You know, you knew what you were getting into. You knew it was a possibility. Um, yes. But you know, trust. And, and yeah, yeah, you're probably sitting there going, you know, kids, when they watch the episode, they only had to wait a day, you know, to see what happened. Well, that's that's not us. Tough titties. Um, yes. Yeah. Tough titty. That's, that's, <laughs> that's podcasting. Um, you know, if, if we do, if we drop two episodes now, we have to drop three episodes when we do the psychic uh, arc and we don't want to do that um, <laughs> because that's a good chunk and you know that's that's three hours in one shot and then you know yeah that's not good for anybody so yeah uh, Green Barrett come back next week we'll have the thrilling conclusion um, we'll yeah. probably be having the same discussion next week about why didn't you drop uh, this one and the giant Pokemon together because it's basically a continuation but it's not listed as a part three, so <laughs> shut up. And there you go. That 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 that's Doug telling everybody to shut up and just enjoy 
this podcast. It builds anticipation. Yes. Um, so the the payoff is going to be that much sweeter when you come back next week when you when you see that episode drop in your feed. Um, you're going to be happy that you waited um, because you know we're excited to bring it to you on a weekly basis. Um, you know we can see by the numbers that we're getting out there that you're excited to listen. Um, we know you'll come back and I don't mean to sound cocky, but you know, who's, who the hell is going to leave on a, on a, on a cliffhanger uh, like this. <laughs> no, don't jinx them now. They'll be like, well, fuck you. We're going to fuck with your numbers next week. <laughs> no, no, he comes in a couple episodes from now. Um, <laughs> so, um, but yeah, no, um, from, from, from this going on, we're we're gonna end this episode. Um, just if you if you haven't hit that subscribe button, follow us at Pucky Breakdown on Twitter. So go ahead and give us a nice little follow. Um, we also are active on Reddit under podcast sharing. Um, you can find us on iTunes, Apple Podcasts, um, Google podcasts spotify basically anywhere you can get a podcast we are there so go ahead and hit that subscribe button on whatever you do um leave us any type of comments that you want um where we we appreciate five star comments on itunes um to get the word out so more people can listen so yeah yeah that's that's pretty much it and Hopefully, uh, me and Doug have been throwing around some ideas. We do have a Patreon. Currently, right now, everything is free. Um, I just want to give everybody a notice. Um, Once we hit into the, I believe it'll be around between 24 to 28, somewhere between um, those episodes, um episodes will drop one by one and they'll only be accessible on the patreon feed so if you're listening to this in the future and you want to listen to um some of these episodes go ahead and hit up our patreon at patreon.com slash every pokemon our whole catalog is there so you'll be able to listen and we will be doing uh future movies on there as well so um, which will be exclusive to our patreon feed which we won't fuck with our regular feed the free feed is what i'm going to call it right so we yeah we 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 have some ideas that we're going to be throwing around to make the patreon worth worth going for but right now it's free go over there the whole catalog is free you don't even have to subscribe to our patreon as of right now even though we would encourage you to because you'll get an RSS feed button, but right now you can go on there and you can you can click play. You have to have the Patreon app to be able to listen that way, but you'll be able to listen to all of our episodes dating back to episode number one. But currently, as you're listening to this right now, you don't have that problem because every single episode is still on all of our platforms. So I just right. want to give everybody a heads up that sooner or later, they will start dropping like flies. And the only way to get them is on Patreon. So, all right. Um, anything else that you want to put out there, good old Dougie Fresh? No, I don't think so. I, I'm I'm just excited. Um, you know, we're in we're in a 
we're in a pretty decent stretch. Uh, we've been in it for a while. Um, I feel like these episodes just kind of keep ramping up. Um, I feel like the the, the show um, Pokemon. Uh, you know, I, I've had enough of of patting ourselves on the back. Um, Pokemon <laughs> itself, I feel like, is kind of hitting its groove in terms yes. of a show. Um, and I feel like that. Um, it's, that, it's not going to do anything but but help all of us. No, yeah, it just it makes these episodes easier to do because um, we don't because we're not struggling as much to come up with stuff to talk about other than X and Y and Z happened and then we moved on. Um, so, so yeah, it's, it's it's just it's it's real easy to do these shows. Yes, it's a lot easier than doing episode one and two that we done uh um that we did back in the past so i mean i'm, I'm glad we got we we got our groove going hopefully our groove gets even better hey doug um I'll, I'll let you give your old goodbye doug goodbye doug <laughs> all right and this is wrestling chris g telling you make sure you tune in next week for part two because who only watches a part one of a two-part series right so, <laughs> so alright next week's episode is called Pokemon Shipwreck or translated from Japanese it's called Pokemon Adrift so make sure you get a good listen hit that subscribe button and we will see you again next week have a good night everybody <laughs>